The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Happy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Whenever you're listening to this, it is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, And this, of course, is your DFS version and edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Cody, uh, we talked yesterday about the craziness that is Daytona. And, uh, you know, granted, they can't hear your golden tones while you're muted, but... Uh, I'll give you the opportunity by vamping a little bit. We did talk about Daytona and how exciting it's going to be, uh, but man, I'm telling you, DFS, you're in for a wild ride, kids. Sorry, it's like my first time. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, DFS of Daytona, we talked about it yesterday with betting. The betting is crazy and insane. The DFS is crazy and insane times 100. It I can't help myself from looking at, at at it during the race, but don't look at it during the race. Don't look at it on the last two laps. Don't look at it until five minutes after the chaos has settled and they figure out the scoring because it's going to change about 6,000 times. Um, there's not, <laughs> there's no specific way to build for super speedways that works every single time. You're going to have to put in multiple lineups. You're going to have to do them differently. And again, you always should with DFS just count on losing it anyways so that, you know, don't spend more than you're able to, obviously. But on a, on a normal weekly basis, you at least kind of know what you're <laughs> looking for. With this, it's it's crazy. I mean, you can leave $10,000, $15,000 of salary on the table that you don't even use, and you can have the optimal lineup at a super speedway like this. So it's always, you know, different and crazy, but super speedways are insane. Obviously, we're talking about this before we know the starting lineup. Now, the starting lineup definitely does affect things. You know, a guy starts towards the back farther. They're going to be chalkier, though, is the thing, too, um, because everybody's trying to stack from the back, and that's not necessarily the only way to go. Look back at Atlanta, our most recent race, and you had guys that started up front, that finished up front, led a ton of laps, scored a bunch of points. We'll get into that in a minute, but you're just going to have to build a lineups a lot of different ways. Like I said on the betting show, I literally, I, my daughter loves when we go to super speedways because I cut up the entry list, all the numbers, put it in my SGPN NASCAR hat, shake it up, and let her draw lineups for me. And whatever number she draws out, that goes in the lineup. And I've actually won some money doing it that way. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a difficult week, but it makes it more fun too. And if you're new to NASCAR DFS, you haven't played before, this is the best time to get into it because – it doesn't matter if you know what you're doing or not. You uh, you know, you can hit. But I still think we found some some good plays and some guys to to focus on a little more. There is an element of randomness to it, yes, but there are also guys that are consistently good, consistently score points. Now, of course, they can get caught up in the wrecks, but we see them time after time after time avoid the wrecks, be there at the end, and be in the thing. So these are the guys you're gonna want to lean towards starting your builds with a little more 
Whereas some of the guys who don't do as good on super speedways like Kyle Larson, Martin Drex Jr., you maybe avoid them a little more. <laughs> yeah, and, and so when we when we approach Daytona, that is exactly it. It's like a scatter shot of whatever you can find to fit in and whatever you feel comfortable fitting in. We're going to give you, as we always do, our high-priced mid-tier and low-tier drivers that we like for the slate. But honestly, if you're if you're into or if you're just getting into NASCAR DFS, this is the experimentation period. Throw out, find that dime contest, right, and toss in uh, the max amount of of lineups in there go crazy building them because this is the week where any one of those can hit it big and obviously we we talk a lot about track history track performance and stuff like that but look man when you're back in the pack or if you chose to hang back in the pack and and that was one of the highest priced drivers that you paid for let's say like a denny hamlin does that every once in a while uh i've seen logano do it where they just sort of peel off to the back almost immediately they want no part of what's going on in the front. And all of a sudden you see your DFS lineup go from wherever it's at to just rock bottom and you start to panic and freak out. This is the type of track that will test not only your patience, <laughs> but your ability to withstand stress. Because uh, just like Cody said, if you're checking it every five seconds, you are going to be in for a absolute world. Enjoy the race. Put your phone away. Well, I mean, other than to talk to us in the Discord, but don't, don't close the lock. The DraftKings app. Don't don't let yourself see it for a couple of hours because you're not going to want to. Honestly, it's just going to be too much of a of a stress on your body, and you may not want that next beer. Which, by all means, drink that other beer. It's 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 there for you. And it it, it just fluctuates so much. I mean, lap to lap, half a lap to half a lap. Your guy can be leading one lap, and then all of a sudden, second and third make a move. He loses the draft. He goes from first to twenty fifth within you know two turns on the track, and it's just. It's that quick, and then at the same time, you got a guy that's 15th. He gets a head of steam, get built up, and builds a line, and all of a sudden, he goes from 15th to 4th in a lap, and it just changes so fast. So, obviously, different tracks, you're looking for different things. Here, it's hard to get those quote-unquote dominator points because you're not going to have somebody that leads a ton of laps, most likely. Every once in a while, we'll see a guy get up front, kind of settle in there. But sometimes these guys don't even want to be the first car because you're getting pushed a lot. You're burning a lot more fuel up there. So if they're trying to make it to their next fuel window, they're going to exchange the lead, especially if they've got a teammate up there. You'll see. You get two Hendrick cars up there. You get two Penske cars up there. One leads for five laps. Then they switch. The other leads for five laps. Fastest laps will be spread out throughout the pack. Whoever's got runs, it, the leader half time isn't getting the fastest lap because the guy in 15th that just got a big push is going to get it, and then the guy in 12th that just got a big push is going to get it, then the guy in 30th that just got a big push is going to get it. So that's going to be all spread out. So place differential is a huge thing here, and also finishing position. Finishing position is the biggest thing, because if you get wiped out early in one of these big wrecks that we're bound to see, especially this weekend with all the pressure, if you finish towards the back, you're not getting a lot. Now, you know, when we get to the bottom of the barrel and some of these guys that generally start towards the back, they can hurt you less because if you have one guy that starts 35th and finishes 35th, he doesn't really score you anything, but he doesn't hurt you as well. So you got to find that good balance. I wouldn't pick two or three guys that start on the top five. That gives you way too low of a floor to lose a lot of points. So you really got to spread it out this week. And uh, it, it's fun and challenging. And there's so many more ways you can build super speedway despite the, the massive variance in betting and in in dfs is it's just one of my favorite tracks to to do both because there's so much you can do with it it just it's really exciting and it's going to be even more exciting as we start to break down these drivers for you because i'm telling you right now I've, i'm looking at our sheet and we have got some fun folks to root for just like just like betting you know, approach the super speedway with guys that you want to cheer for, guys that you would not mind seeing uh, either winning and or having a good finish for you in your lineups or your bets. So, Cody, let's toss it to you. Let's get uh, your first pick. No surprise here, I'm sure. Jumping in, big surprise. Wearing a t-shirt for him right now. Chase Elliott, 10500 He's the most expensive guy on the slate, but there's a reason for that. We talked about him during the betting show. He's the favorite to win. There's not even at 10 to 1, there's not a lot of value in betting that just because so much can happen. But he is a very, very good super speedway racer. And he's just been good and consistent this year. Every track, week in and week out, 
he he had a bad finish last week after having a dominating car. He was fourth. Like, you know, it's been it's been just top four after top four. We talk about how consistent of a finisher Kevin Harvick is, but Chase Elliott is even more of a consistent finisher. The last plate race we had at Atlanta, a little bit of a different style of track. Yes, the and the, the racing is different, but it's still a, a restrictor plate, quote-unquote, track. I know they don't use restrictor plates anymore, but I'm going to call it that anyways. But he led 96 laps there. He was up front the entire day. He had no problem just pacing the field. He won both stages and was constantly up in the front. So he actually got a lot of laps led. He started on the pole. And, but leading all the laps and winning the race, he still scored you a ton of points because he he was up there. So guys started on the pole. I wouldn't put in every one of your lineups for sure because he can cost you a lot, but it can still pay off. And that's a perfect example of that. We've had four super speedway races this year. He was 10th of the day, 2500. He was sixth the first time at Atlanta. Um, he led 29 laps in that race. He was seventh at Talladega. And then obviously he won the second race at Atlanta. So four restrictor plate, quote unquote, races. Talladega was not as chaotic as the other ones. <laughs> they didn't have quite the big wrecks, but three of those had big wrecks. He avoided all of them, finished the race. He was second last year in the Daytona 500. He's consistently finishing well on the plate tracks. He's up there with the Ryan Blaney, the Denny Hamlins of the world, where these guys are just good. Race in and race out. They know how to work the draft. We've seen it over the years. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Earnhardt Sr. There's just certain guys that are really good. Brad Keselowski has been one in the past. Really good at the plate tracks. And Chase Elliott is one of those guys. So I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to play a good amount of Chase Elliott, no matter where he ends up starting, because he's good chance he starts up towards the front. He's been fast all year. He's been good at qualifying. Hendrick always is good, which if you're looking at pole bets, I would bet on one of the Hendrick cars because – they seem to always be really fast in qualifying at the super speedway tracks. I don't think that's going to be any different this week. He's going to start up towards the front, but I'm still going to play him because he still has that ability to get you a great finish. He can get you lap sled. He can get you fast laps along the way, but he's really good at avoiding stuff. And again, zero pressure on Elliott. There is none whatsoever. He's got a completely amazing cushion in the playoff points, which could allow him to want to run up front and just get some extra playoff points by leading the stages and, and winning stages, get those one, two extra points for those have himself in the mix there at the end, but he's got a bunch of wins. He's already got the regular season championship up. He is the guy that has the least amount of weight on his shoulders. He's pissed off because of that, what happened last week. So he's going to want to go out and show these guys. I'm the best fucking driver on this team. Shut up, Kyle Larson. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to be, but he, again, he's, he's, he's really good at restrictor plates. Super Speedway tracks. So Chase Elliott, I'm not going to overthink it. Just going to keep playing him because, again, you got to go all the way back to in May at the All-Star race is the last time he didn't get you a ton of points. He got you nine points then. The week before in Kansas was half a point. He's not even gotten you negative points anytime at recently. And, and he scores you consistent, solid points each and every week. I don't expect that to be any different this week. It's hard to even make an argument against Chase Elliott. And again, if we're if we're doing just sort of scatter shot, you have to have one of these two Hendrick cars, and sometimes maybe even both of these Hendrick cars. Just if you really want to get squirrely and load up on some of the guys that uh, that won't lose you points, because you know either one of these guys are going to get you points. Uh, but you know, again, this is the time to experiment with the different sort of lineups, and uh, uh, one anchored by Chase Elliott is not a bad one whatsoever, especially at 10500 because there are ways that you can save money uh, down the line, which will give you, obviously. But I'll give you my highest, or my high price driver, I suppose, my suggestion for that. I'm going to give you Denny Hamlin. We've stopped the full fade of Hamlin. Uh, now we're just sort of fading him in spots. And this is a spot where if I'm going to take a chance on a Denny Hamlin, uh, I'm going to take a chance on him. You look back at what he's done here since 2016, the man's only led 368 laps over the last few seasons on this track. Again, we talk about how crazy this is and how you can't predict it and, and how basically you have to sort of take your lumps if they don't do this. But Hamlin has been consistent in that he's been up front in these races. He's good on super speedways. He's you know not been the most fantastic driver this season, but 
over the last couple of races, he's actually led 60 laps in, he led 38 in Michigan, 22 in Richmond. So the 11 car figured something out. And we knew this when he ended up winning two races. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. He's been caught. I got so excited about Denny Hamlin. He's been caught up in the mix a few times, obviously got Ross Chastained, but Hamlin is almost a little like Harvick in that he's figured something out. They're, the team's got a little momentum and in Daytona in a world where anything can happen and you already know that he's going to be up front leading laps more than likely because he's done it in the last few races. Um, I'm going to take Denny Hamlin in this case because he's not going to, obviously he's not going to lose you points. Uh, Denny Hamlin's been steadily consistent. He did get you 25 at Watkins Glen last week, but not a really good day for him. Uh, he had 61 points the week before 72, the week before that 30, 57, 48 again, all not bad finishes at all for him. And at, he's not even one of the highest priced drivers on the slate. He comes in at $9,600, which puts him uh, inside the top 10, yes, but just barely uh, as far as pricing is concerned. So I think he's a steal where he's at and unlocks a lot of possibilities for you to to make some good lineups. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever been that excited about Denny Hamlin that, that it's it's caused me to uh, to choke up a little. But uh, <laughs> I do agree that he's a good play this week. I just mentioned him. He's been one of the best restrictor plate super speedway race drivers we've seen in a while. He had that amazing streak of Daytona 500s. He, he's been one of the favorites going into the 500 every year. He's always good. You, you mentioned it earlier in the preview of talking about this weekend. He's one of those guys, he will, all of a sudden, you'll just see the 11 car go up to the top and fly backwards. And that's because he knows, he can feel it. And, and these guys like him, like the Earnhardts back in the day, they can feel what's going on around them. And they know when it's getting to the point where, no, I got to get the fuck out of here because something's going to happen. And he'll drop back. He'll finish last in the stage, stay on the lead lap right at the end of the draft. He has no problem with that. He has no problem riding it out. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's going to help you survive the day, survive the chaos. He's one of the best super speedway racers there is. He's got a lot of momentum. That team, again, we faded him for a long time. Fade him, fade him, fade him because they weren't getting the results. Things weren't happening. They've started to put it together. They've got a couple of, you know, he's got a couple of wins on the season. He's got better finishes week in and week out. Road course last week, we knew it wasn't going to be good anyways. But again, they've been good. He's been good. He's going to want to be up there at the end, helping push Bubba Wallace to that win that we talked about in the betting show to get him into the playoffs because he owns that car. And, and I think that Denny Hamlin is going to be a really good play this weekend. I think he's going to play it real safe for a long time. I think, you know, the first two stages of the race, you're not going to see him much. He's going to be at the back, hanging out, letting these guys just clean themselves out in front of him. And then when it comes down to it, he's going to be in the mix at the end. So I, as much as I don't like Denny Hamlin, I think he's a great play this weekend. Uh, I love the ringing endorsement. And again, it just got me so choked up. I just, I wanted Denny Hamlin so bad. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, we'll give you a couple of mid-price drivers when we come back to give you a little salary relief uh, in case you choose to expose yourself to one and or both of the uh, Hendrick drivers that we believe will be up top. So the mid-price drivers, when we come back from the break, but before we do, like we always do, to ask you about, the fact, uh, if you're thinking of joining WinBet, are you thinking of joining WinBet? I want to know. I'm Honestly, tell me. Uh, you can't hear me. Anyways, now's the perfect time. Customers who join bet a $100. You get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet because the reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet MLB+. Plus, The WinBet Casino, always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Also, Win just released their first QB with five TDs prop. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So it wasn't even about a month ago 
that I would have browsers open on both of my screens. I would have my laptop open with browsers. My phone would have a bunch of browsers open. I would grab anything that had a browser to open and I'd open that browser. Why? So I could shop around for the, the lines on all the books. So I could do all my research to find all of the perfect bets to give you guys and all the DFS plays and all the research that I needed to give you the information that you needed to be well charged to make your bets and your DFS plays. I don't got to do that anymore. Thank God for Odds Trader. They've made it to where I only need one browser window open now to do all of that stuff. It's like I saw this the other day where they had the guy with the boom box and the the camcorder and everything from the 80s and that now it's all in your phone. Well, guess what? Odds Trader did that for me in one browser window. Now, I can handicap, I can get play-by-play -play updates, I can get head-to-head matchups that from the past. I can do all my research and I can do all my betting all on oddstrader.com because they got bet tracking for me as well so I can track all of my bets across all the books that I've just used oddstrader.com to research. How do you do this too? You go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. I know you, you're the person that runs your office pool right? But in running your office pool, there's a bunch of headaches. You've got your spreadsheets. You've got all of the things you got to print out. You've got all of the maintenance that comes with it. Stop. Stop worrying about all of that. Head over to Run Your Pool right now. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter that much more because Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun. You want Pick'em? You want Survivor? You want Fantasy Pools? They got them. It's a one-stop shop for gaming with customizable features that you cannot get anywhere else. Plus, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGP and NFL Survivor Contest. Got to hop in there now to reserve your spot. You get $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store if you are the winner. Go sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. You already know about Sleeper. I know you do. But if you don't, it's the fastest growing fantasy platform today. It's got millions of players. I know you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. I know Cody does. I know the SGPN has tons of leagues all over on Sleeper. But now you can win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Then you can pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. And the main reason why I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest so we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends picks with the tap of a button it's insanely fun to write it out together so stop what you're doing right now download the sleeper app play their new over on the game have fun with your friends and make some money over there on your mobile phone by joining our listener group at sleeper at sleeper.com slash sgp sleeper is going to automatically match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars again go to sleeper.com slash sgp you'll get a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details all right, as we move into the mid-priced drivers on the slate, uh, again, we got a couple of well, we got a couple of teammates here. <laughs> In fact, I'm looking, and, and of course, Cody and I, we've told you this on the betting show, and we do the same for the DFS. We don't like to taint each other's uh, process in, in what we're thinking. We want to come fresh with the ideas that we come with, and rather than try to, you know, recycle the same ideas. So we never really talk to each other about what our picks are until we put them in the sheet. So this is a fun coincidence that I, that I like that we got going on here. Yeah, and I, and I think for good reason. So I'm going to jump right into it. Bubba Wallace, 7,800. What? Why is he only 7,800 on a super speedway, Rod? Can you answer that question for me? I understand that that price doesn't matter as much this week, but I don't get that. Bubba Wallace, we talked about him on the betting show is one of the best super speedway racers. Again, he's, he's still younger in his career. He's still new to Toyota in 2311, but since he's moved over there, he has been extremely good on the super speedways. One last year at Talladega. Yes, it was a rain shortened race. I understand, but they were racing the rain. He put himself in the position to be there when the caution came out, weren't able to restart the race. Everybody in the field knew they were racing to get to that caution and he still beat everybody. So, he earned it. 
He was there at the end of the Daytona 500 this year. Again, four super speedway races this year. Hasn't finished worse than 17th. He was second at the Daytona 500. Got you 12 laps led there. He was 13th at the first race at Atlanta. Got you three laps led there. He was 17th at Talladega. Led 15 laps in that one. And then he was 14th in the second Atlanta race. So another guy who's very good at avoiding the trouble, staying out of trouble, Denny Hamlin, coincidentally, we just talked about, owns his car, his boss, one of the best super speedway racers in the in the series. Is that a coincidence? Probably not. We just talked about what Denny Hamlin does, where he hangs out back all day and waits for everybody to clean themselves out. What do you think him and Bubba Wallace are talking about this week? You and me, we're going to the back, and we're going to hang out there together. And when everybody else gets knocked out of this race, we're going to put you in position to push you to the win and get you into the playoffs. I would almost guarantee that is a major part of their plan. Now, obviously, anything can go awry, whatever. It's not going to be that hard for them to get linked up together and ride in the back and watch these guys take each other out. There goes another playoff contender. There goes another guy who can't win this race. There goes another guy who can't win this race. And then at the end, Denny's going to be pushing that 23, and they're going to be up there in the mix and going to get solid finishes again. So I really, really like Bubba again this week. He's he's proven himself to me on the super speedways. Again, four races this year. He's gotten it done, and he's been very good here. It's only a matter of time before he wins another super speedway race. Wouldn't be surprised. Spoiler alert if you haven't listened to the betting show. I think he will win this week. So... I love Bubba Wallace. And at 7,800, if you are needing to use a little more salary, I mean, he, he can be your top guy, and he only costs 7,800. So I love him as a play this week. I've been so impressed with just the way we've watched him sort of mature over the course of the last season and, and really watch his driving come into what everybody was hoping for in the first place. And now, of course, like you had said, with Kurt Busch out of the picture this week especially too, and 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 we don't even know how long at this point, all the attention shifts to Bubba, and Bubba's got all of the good stuff going on. So we've, we've seen it play out over the last couple of weeks. Obviously not the best finishes for him uh, in a couple of these races, but... You know, Bubba Wallace has been one of those guys where you can take a chance on him and and you're not necessarily throwing away a lineup in doing so. So, you know, other than Watkins Glen where he got you negative points and then and then the week before that where he got you 29, he was consistently in the 50s, high 40s, uh 132 in there. So, again, turning in some very good performances uh over the last couple of months. And for a driver at 7,800 to get you that kind of production, I, I do love Bubba. We've talked about Bubba, uh, again, like you said, on the, on the uh, gambling show. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there, which is why I think that I like his teammate just as well. Uh, and what's weird is that, again, we talked about prices. It's sort of like throw it against the wall, see if it sticks. Ty Gibbs in that 45 car, right? He's at 7,500, only $300 less than Bubba Wallace, but even still, like, why is he up in the 7,500s? I don't know. Uh, but I'll still pay that price for him because here's the thing about Ty Gibbs. We've only seen him in five races so far uh, in, the, in the cup car, right? But in that span, he's got a top 10 finish and three finishes inside the top 20. For a rookie that just jumped into the car and literally had zero experience in these new cup cars beforehand... I'm look the fact that he's finished these races one is impressive enough as it is and two has done as well as he is to finish inside the top 20 when some of these regulars can't even finish inside the top 20 on a consistent basis we've talked a lot about Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity he's got five wins in the Xfinity uh series already too right so this kid's won pretty much everywhere on on the circuit now so but this is his first race on Daytona this is his first start in the cup in Daytona uh, we saw another rookie earlier this season win his first day, he won his debut at Daytona. What's to say a guy with a little more pedigree than than Austin Cindric? I mean, you can argue. I don't know. You could say that Austin Cindric was, a little, but what's to say that Ty Gibbs, who has a, kind of a lot more going for him right now, uh, can can win his debut 
on Daytona. Crazy things have happened. So we're not even asking him to win at this point, actually. We're just asking him to finish better than he started and, and be around the front and maybe put in some fastest laps in the meantime. Because at 7,800, you just want a solid finishing position. You want maybe a couple of laps led if, if he can get up to the front and, and try, uh, and then some fastest laps to go along with it. So, you know, Ty Gibbs, very interesting speculation for where he's at. And, and I'm not afraid to actually plug him in some lineups this week to, to see what you get, especially if you get like a 38 point uh, day, like you did in um, not Michigan, but uh, the race for Richmond before that uh, that's, that's pretty good for his price too. And then 35 before that as well in Indy. So, you know, lots of, lots of ways to play this, but I think Ty Gibbs is a good step down. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, he's driving for Denny Hamlin He's not a full-time Denny Hamlin driver, obviously, but he's been filling in for a few weeks. Denny's got stuff to share with him. I'm sure Coach Gibbs is saying, look, <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing on Super Speedways. Let's maybe listen to him. I think that it's going to be beating to his head all week. You need to be careful. You need to take care of the car. You need to be there at the end. They, they beat that in his head at a place like Pocono in his first start. They're definitely going to do it at a place like Daytona. He's got the experience the day before driving in the Xfinity car in his normal ride. Again, the cars are different. It's different drivers, but being out on the track, being able to feel the draft, being able to see what works and what doesn't will translate to the race. Well, normally you'd say Sunday. I guess this was, in this case, it would be the, the, the race Saturday. Also, yeah, which reminder, the race is Saturday night, so don't forget to set your DFS line up Saturday night or you'll be sad. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I agree with this. I, I think it's a great play. Again, could be a situation where, you know, if they can all three hang out and back, just let these people clean themselves out in front of them. Uh, I'm actually going to play a lineup for sure where I've got these three guys together because I think we could easily see that where they all just hang out and let the attrition take care of itself and they're able to get good finishes no matter where they're at because there's only going to be so many cars left in the race. You know, I know a Ford has won here for like the last umpteen races. Uh, it's been like three, four races that they've won. Uh, but, you know, these Toyotas, every once in a while, they'll just pop out of the air and, and claim some good races. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just sort of gut intuition makes me feel like this might be one where the Toyotas will run up front. Maybe not one will win, but they're just going to have good days and, and they're going to have solid top 10 days. And depending on where they start, because Ty Gibbs, I mean, the chances are he may not even qualify well uh, at Daytona, to be honest with you, because it, it's going to be difficult to qualify well at Daytona. So you may get a lot of differential points from him just from the simple fact that he'll start from the from the rear, but he'll find some of his Toyota buddies. He'll find some of his Gibbs, uh, Gibbs allies and sort of link up and move to the front. So, you know, like I said, I, I like taking a shot on Gibbs this week. Just just why the hell not? I, I want to root for the kid. I want to enjoy watching him run and having a little action on him makes that possible. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned the manufacturers too. A good way to go about building some of your lineups is build a Toyota dominant lineup, build a Chevy dominant lineup, build a Ford dominant lineup. Cause we've seen so many times where you do get four five, six Fords stringed up together. They're the ones pushing each other all at the end. Same thing with Chevy, same thing with Toyota. The manufacturers try to work with each other. When it comes down to it, you'll work with anybody to get what you need done. But these guys have the relationship. In some cases, you hear about the manufacturers sitting them down and saying, hey, this Toyota team needs... And I mean, with Toyota, they're basically all Gibbs and Hamlin cars. So they're basically all on the same team anyways. But with the Ford and Chevy, these Chevy teams are going to work together more than they're going to want to work with a Ford. You see them all pit together. That could If it ends up being a green race late, sometimes you'll see the Toyotas and the Chevys will come down together or, or all the Fords come down together, and, and then it ends up playing out where they come back out together. They're all grouped together. So another fun way just to play a little, little sidebar, but another fun way to build lineups for this where you're being crazy and different is stack the Toyotas, stack the Chevys, stack the Fords, and, and build a lineup that way as well. But, but yeah, again, Ty Gibbs I think will be a great play. As young and inexperienced as he is, he just seems in the race car like he's a much older, more experienced driver in person than he actually, despite getting out and looking like he's 11, he, when he's in the car, you wouldn't think that because he is, a, for the most part, he's at his run-ins and stuff here and there, but he is thoughtful, knows what he's doing, takes care of his stuff, 
and I can see him having a good day. I hope so. For your DFS lineup's sake, for my DFS lineup's sake, I hope he does. Uh, all right, we're going to come back and give you our value, value, value plays uh, when we come back for stage three. But before we do, I love coffee. It's the only way that I could stay even remotely alert yesterday as I was podcasting well into the wee hours of the night for all of you folks at the SGPN. But yes, coffee is what keeps me going and trade coffee is the coffee that really keeps me going because I support our sponsors and trade not only gives me fantastic caffeine IVs, but they also do it in flavors that I absolutely adore because they do it specifically for me. We've worked together. We have worked out the flavors that I like and they send it to me in ground form because that's the way I make my coffee. But more than that, they send it to me as much as I want. Okay, maybe not as much as I want because if that were the case, I'd want it every 10 minutes. Trade really can't do that for me, but they can still keep me supplied for a decent amount of time. I still get it weekly because that is the way I like it. So trade coffee, ladies and gentlemen, not only can do this for me, they can do this for you. Because not only do you get it all that time, but they taste all of the different coffees for you. They have 450 different kinds ready to ship every single day. Tell me that there's not a perfect coffee for you within 450 different kinds of coffee you can't. Plus, look, if they don't get it right for whatever reason, if you get a coffee and it may not have been exactly what you wanted, or maybe you lied on the quiz and they're giving you a coffee you don't like, that's fine. Tell them that. They will find a coffee expert to work with you and match you up with that perfect coffee and then send you a free bag of that just because they love you that much. They got freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. So like I said, there are tons of options for you. They've also delivered 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. So don't just take my word for it. And right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. So get started today by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP. Let Trade find you a coffee you are going to love. That is drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. I tried. I tried learning languages in high school. I tried learning languages uh, well into my adulthood, and I failed because learning languages is hard, and nobody was able to do it in a way that I could pick it up. But now there's a way, and now I can do this. Now I can finally learn Spanish and make my grandma proud. Grandma, I love you. So we're going to do this. We're going to learn through using Babbel. What's Babbel? Well, Babbel is the sec it's the it's the app that will allow you to learn a language in less than 15 minutes a day it's the perfect way to learn language on the go other language learning apps use ai for their lesson plans but babel they were created by 100 language experts so you know you're going to get a good lesson you can choose from 14 different languages including spanish french italian and german plus german plus babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and your accent. Maybe they'll help me with English. Uh, so many ways to learn Babbel. In addition, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stores, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start learning your new language today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com SGP. That's babbel.com SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Research junkies here, obviously, at the SGPN. We love us some stats. We love us some data. And we get it all sorts of places. But now, we get it from the Elias Game Plan app. It is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB because you need that competitive edge to win. And Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. It's the Elias Sports Bureau. It's the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access teams and player stats, head-to-head -head team comparisons, and Elias insights from Elias Sports Bureau's research team. Literally your one-stop shop for player news, league-validated player stats, and team records. You get expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing your friends, which is most important, and it's perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. I'm a guy who used to love to run on intuition. I saw it. I bet it. I saw it. I played it. Now I don't got to. Now I can 
follow up my intuition with stats. It's backed by numbers, not just how I felt on that given day. Because guess what? It's not always the right way. So now I back it up with numbers thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. So take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. It's got new features available all the time to take your game to the next level with NFL season right around the corner. Don't wait. Find the Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Play Store today. Speaking of stats, speaking of all the numbers that go along with playing in DFS and betting, Cody, we're going to give you some of the lower numbers on this spectrum and help you really feel out, fill out, or feel out, I don't care, feel out your DFS lineups. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were doing pretty good there, Rod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, these, I mean, and these can be, especially this week, the most important guys in your lineup because these guys really have a chance to make a difference for you. And so we're going to get a little crazy. I'm going to give you David Reagan at $5,100. If you're wondering who the hell is David Reagan, <laughs> he he was a full-time driver for, for a long time in the cup series, but now he is the super speedway road or the super speedway ringer for Rick Ware racing. Uh, so he just jumps in that car for super speedway races he did not do the the second Atlanta race, but he's done the other three super speedways so far this year, and he's had some pretty decent results back at Daytona in the spring. So in, in to note, he did not qualify good in any of these races. 34th, 35th, and 36th. The car doesn't have a ton of speed during qualifying single-car runs, but Reagan is an experienced driver, knows what he's doing, has always been a good plate racer. Um, he, he was a full-time full-time he had a full-time ride in roush in the six car for a while so he's been around and he was a good driver when he was around but but 34th he started in the daytona 500 finished eighth again a lot of that was just attrition one of those guys he, he's not mixing it up in the pack he's kind of just hanging out back i i feel i if i remember correctly i believe he was lapped at some point during that race even all these cautions and stuff they get the lucky dogs they get the, the wave arounds they get their laps back. Sometimes if a guy gets lapped early, it's almost better. He's out of the way, and he doesn't get caught up in the wrecks. And that's not a bad thing because there's going to be opportunities to earn that back later. And again, last lap crashes and stuff, so he was able to finish eighth. Uh, at Atlanta, he started 30. He finished 18th. 18th in a Rick Ware car is a great day. And again, it's 47 points. That only he was at 5,400 for that race. Uh, so he's even cheaper now. And and paid off well. And then at Talladega, started 36. We talked about it earlier. Less attrition in that race. So you didn't lose as many guys as we're expecting this weekend. I, I Man, with just all the craziness going into this weekend, I feel like three-quarters of the field is getting wiped out. We'll see if that comes to fruition or not. But again, finished 24th for a Rick Ware car. Again, that is an outstanding day. They will take that every time because that is a great finish for them. That scored you 32 points. Nothing crazy, but again, three for three in avoiding the big wrecks and keeping it clean and being there at the end and getting a decent enough finish to get you some points as a cheap guy. And really, it doesn't matter what price they're at. If you're if you're finishing the race, if you can pick guys that all finish the race, <laughs> you're going to have a pretty good day because it's very, very hard to do. At super speedways. Yeah, you, if, if, if none of your drivers have that little red wrecked car by it, then kudos to you for really just... I'm, and that just means you probably built like 100 lineups and two of them didn't have that happen. And those are the two that are probably going to win you uh, the thing at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, I again, there's something to be said about some of these drivers with absolutely nothing to drive for except for the fact that they're out there, right? And, and David Reagan is definitely one of those guys that has nothing I literally nothing to lose. He's out there to drive the Daytona 500 and and quite possibly to win. Now, that's a lofty goal for a guy like David Reagan, but hell, man, if I'm driving around in the back of the pack on a nice Saturday night stroll around the Daytona International Super Speedway and and I just want to chill and then wait for everybody else to take, you know, bumper cars to each other and and I'll gladly slide up into the top 10. That's that's not a big deal for me because that's a top 10 day and guess what? I didn't have to race all that hard in the process to do it. So kudos to me for knowing exactly how hard they have to drive where I'm just like, you know what? I get this. I've been here before. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to let these guys just 
annihilate each other and, and I'll coast into a top 10 finish and, and make my sponsors look good. Yeah, exactly. He's done it a thousand times. He knows what to do, knows the drill. And again, if you're listening to this, you're already doing more research than a lot of people are doing. A lot of people pull it up, plug it in. They're like, David Reagan, who the fuck is that? And they just go right past him or they're not scrolling all the way down there. So you're getting that advantage right now of a guy that the casual player is going to be like, I don't even know who that is or no, or he's only, they're going to pull it up and they're going to go, he's only been in three races. No, thank you. Now, you know what three races they were, why he's in those races and what to expect from him in this race. So again, it's an advantage for you and David Reagan. Again, he's way down there. He's cheap. He's not a name, you know, but now you do. And he's another solid play for you. I need it. The more, you know, uh, button on my thing. Uh, all right, so I'm going to give you a guy that's tooling around down there too, but people actually know this guy's name, and not just because Kyle Larson hit him at 150 miles an hour and almost took everybody out, uh, but I'm going to give you Ty Dillon. He is at $5,700 right now, and this is one of those plays that could pivot just like David Reagan in the fact that everybody's going to look at Ty Dillon and go, uh, Ty Dillon, I, I know he doesn't finish very well, and I don't normally see him around the top. Nobody really talks about him other than the fact that that he won't be in that ride next year. But, uh, yeah, Ty Dillon. Oh, Austin's brother? Uh, or I'm uh, Austin's brother. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, whatever. A Dillon. A dot Dillon. It is Austin Dillon. <laughs> Austin Cindric, Austin Dillon. <sighs> I know, I know, and the three card's supposed to be the bigger one, too. He's got his own show. Uh, anyways, Ty Dillon, the better one, uh, <laughs> on this track in the spring, started 26th, finished 11th in the, in the 500. He's got three top 10 finishes uh, in a row here at one point. It was the fall of 18 and the spring of 19 uh, that he actually finished in three. Uh, he had three top 10 finishes on this track in a row. But you look back at what he's done lately, and yes, of course, he's not winning races. No, he's not within the top 10 mix every single week. But he's had three solid points weeks in DFS. Last week at Watkins Glen, 39 points. Two weeks before that in Richmond, 32 points. Uh, before that at Michigan, 40 points. So at a guy who's coming in at just about $6,000, if I'm going to get 40 points out of a guy, uh, if I'm even going to get 39 points or even 32 points out of a guy that that is a $6,000 salary, I like that uh, because it shows to me that, that Ty Dillon has at least been consistently, like you said, Cody, it's just taking care of his stuff, man. It's just taking care of what he's got, not pushing the issue, knowing that he's probably not going to be a car that can win of course, we say that, but anybody can win in this car, on this track. So, uh, But at least he understands the situation. And and he knows he's not going to be on this team next season, so he's going to go out guns blazing anyways because what has he got to lose now at this point? So you could even get a, a, a good enough finish from him that could give you a win. Who knows? But yeah, I like Ty Dillon at $5,700. I just like the consistency of what I've seen from him, especially over the last three races as far as how he's been able to finish, how he's been able to return on the investment that you're giving uh, at 5,700. Yeah, and we've seen this from guys before where all of a sudden the news comes out, hey, you're he's basically been told you're fired at the end of the year. You got to finish your job for the rest of the year, but you're, you're fine. Like, we don't want you here anymore. Hey, this guy over here, he's going to replace you next year. So he knows that's the case. And you see guys go two different directions with that. And some of them, they just, you know, you can tell they're just whatever. They don't care. They're not, but he's been the opposite since it's been announced that he's out of that ride. They've started to figure things out. I don't know if they made some other changes within the team or if he's just refocused, taking things more seriously, what the deal is, but you've seen the consistent performances out of them that you weren't seeing before and led to him losing his ride. There's been rumors. Is he ready to hang it up and just retire after this year? Is he looking for another ride? Is he still auditioning for stuff? So either way, you can go with the narrative of he knows this is going to be his last time at Daytona if he does plan on retiring, wants to have a good showing. He knows that this, you know, if he does plan on retiring, he's got probably two shots to win, and that's Daytona and Talladega. So he's going to try and put himself in that position. Or if he is auditioning for a ride, again, you could see him doing performing well because he can show these people, hey, look, this is what I can do with your car on these types of tracks. I can put you in position to win a race. And so, again, yeah, this is another guy that and his finishes have been there before. He's been consistent. So I, I agree. I really like Ty Dillon this weekend. 
All right. So I think we've put together some solid plays for you. I'll go over them one more time. Uh, we got uh, Cody who, I mean, look, I don't got to tell you. Cody Cody picked Elliot. That's that's right. Our, we should just pick that as the name of the, the show. Cody picks Elliot. Uh, I gave you Denny Hamlin, uh, and then Cody gave you Bubba Wallace. I gave you Ty Gibbs. Uh, Cody gave you David Reagan, and I gave you Ty Dillon as our value plays of the week. We talked about it already. Expect the unexpected, or it, just expect that it's going to be expected, right? I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff playing out. This is a, a night race at Daytona. Hopefully, you guys have your watch parties together for this because uh, this regular season is not going to go out quietly. There are going to be so many things. And, and Cody said earlier, there's, there's times in Daytona especially over the last few years where you've seen things kind of string out single file where everybody sort of just wants to take a deep breath and recollect themselves and, and get back at it after a little bit. I don't see that happening very much here. People are going to be fighting for stage points. People are going to be fighting for all sorts of different things in this race, which means there will be a lot of feet on a lot of pedals and they will barely be lifting uh, to try to, to take advantage of uh, a catch your breath type of a moment. So wall to wall action, for all 400 of these miles, uh, but it is going to be a blast nonetheless for the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Cody, uh, as we wrap things up, uh, any any final words? And then, of course, let them know where they can find you on social media. Uh, I'm just, I'm super pumped for this race, Rod. Been looking forward to this one for a while. It's set up perfectly. The 15 winners, you got the one spot left. Man, we're in for a good one. Under the lights at Daytona. Super Speedway style racing is never boring. It's going to be action-packed. So many storylines, so many things to watch. Fill out those DFS lineups. Make sure you put in plenty so that when there's a wreck five laps into the race, you're not completely done for the day. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Uh, but then, yeah, you can find all my work on Twitter, at Husker underscore Z. I try to share everything there. Busy, busy, busy week this week. I got a ton of stuff coming out, a ton of stuff that's already out. So go there, find everything. Um, again, we do a DFS contest, just $5. Just a friendly thing for people in the Discord chat with us. So I'll drop that link. That contest should be available now. So I'll drop that in the Discord. You go to sg.pn slash Discord and you can join us there. There's a ton of other channels, but we got NASCAR in there. We got F1 in there. You can join our DFS contest. Play against us. This is a good week to really try and beat us when uh, nobody has an advantage for the most part. So uh, definitely do that. And then follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. Absolutely. Come take our money. We enjoy giving up our money. It's it's fun. Okay, no, we don't. But anyways, join the Discord anyways. Lots to talk about, especially we'll over Daytona. <laughs> Cody's just mad because I took his money for like four straight weeks there. Uh, he's, he wants to get even, that's for sure. Anyways, yes, follow us. Uh, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. And uh, listen, if, if you're joining us because you've l looked for Daytona content and you stumbled on us, hope you like it. I uh, hope you subscribe and, and really just uh, show us some love. We, we do these three shows a week, plus F1, plus all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find all my stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast website, as well as the Sportsbook Review website, sportsbookreview.com. Got some NASCAR stuff going there. It's Daytona, baby. It's the end of the regular season. Let's make that money. Let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>